Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Uh, Steve Edge is my. Uh, what are you? What are you these days? Lockdown. Co host. Lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> That's that what not I what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, no, okay. well. <laughs> yeah, if only it lover. wasn't for the lockdown, I know. Yeah. That'd be like a that'd be like an Ed Sheeran song that in about four yeah. months' time. Yeah, I'll, I'll look forward to that. She's my lockdown lover. Yeah. <laughs> that'll definitely be an Ed Sheeran song at some point, yeah. How are you coping this week? All right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. getting on. Getting my hair's it. just reached that stage where, I don't know if yours is like this, it starts mm. to look like a wig or a toupee. Yes. Because it's sort of the wrong, it's the wrong shape for my head. It's the wrong size for my head. It's the wrong colour in some places. I don't remember that much grey being in it. But it just sits there and there's nothing I can do to comb it or move it around. It just, it looks like someone else's hair. Have you not, um, have you not had the clippers out? No, I, no. I did my no. four-year-old because obviously if yeah. it goes wrong, it's only you four, just shave it all off because he's got no choice in that. I say, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. But, uh, what's I just got thought, do? I know me, I'll do it. The job interview, he'll be fine. Yeah, it'd be fine, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But I just thought if I do it, I'll mess it up. And then the next day they go, barbers are open. And I go, oh, should have <laughs> yeah, waited. Exactly. Yeah. Should have waited. <laughs> yeah, I did my son's hair last week, uh, or the other day, 77. Uh, but his was like, I mean, I don't know what your son's hair's like. My son's hair grows. Like As I was doing it, it was growing right yeah, in front of my like eyes. It's like that uh, Play-Doh thing when it's you like turn, Play-Doh, the, yeah. turn the handle. Yeah. Through. <laughs> it's madness. I was like cutting it, and, and he sort of wants it, you know, he likes it sort of a bit messy and stuff. I mean, to be fair to him, there well, was a point last week. He's in luck. <laughs> I know. I'm yeah. cutting your hair, you're in luck. <laughs> I mean, to be fair to him, last week I said to him, uh, it was like, you know, whatever it was, Monday morning or something, and I said, mate, uh, you've got, he had a shower. I said, did you, wash your, um, did you wash your hair when you had a shower? He said, no. I said, well, get back in and wash your hair. And he went, why? Not like we're going to a wedding or anything. I was like, well, yeah, fair, fair enough. Yeah, We're not going anywhere. Why am I forcing him yeah. to wash his hair? It's absolutely yeah. fine. Just do what we want, now, can't we? The rules, all bets are off, aren't they? Just, uh, yeah. sat, I mean, I'm sat in my pants doing this. I mean, it's not like, it's not a proper job, is it? No. And just no. doing it from the spare room, like. Uh, so, yeah, so I cut his hair, and then I did say to my wife, I said, oh, you can do mine afterwards. Um, but after I'd seen how difficult it was... <laughs> After doing my sons, I was yeah. like, nah, do you know what? Yeah, yeah. my wife walked in sort of uh, 10 minutes into doing, you know, my, when I was doing my sons, just see it was yeah. going. And, you know, it was at the point when it looked really bad before I faded it or blended it or anything. <laughs> yeah. She was going, oh, my God. And I was like, I haven't finished it. Don't come in yet. Don't come in yet. This isn't, this isn't what it's going to end like. But with the way my hair is currently... You know that sort of old sort of story about you go to a village and there's two hairdressers. One's got terrible hair, one's yes. got brilliant hair. Which yes, one do you get to true, cut yeah. your hair? Well, I'd be the one who's a brilliant hairdresser at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I think also people are, you know, with them, they were talking the other day on the news about uh, lockdown, things being uh, sort of slowed down a little bit, maybe releasing people back into the wild. I think there's a few people with terrible haircuts having an absolute panic attack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what? I'm getting uh, yeah. Tuesday. Oh no, 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 no! Not Tuesday. How long I'm does it aiming take to get, to, get to the, you know that, that photo we talked about when I was twenty. I'm aiming to get yeah. there again. Oh, I'd love that. I'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. Although you, you know, the stress of this whole lockdown situation, you might end up with long hair but bald on top. You're like Mick Miller. 
Yeah, yeah, or like Gandalf, <laughs> just all grey. <laughs> I was thinking this morning, Steve, uh, about the um, the school the school day starting. Uh, you know, we've been doing you know sort of doing the PE with Joe Wicks. A lot of people have been doing that. Yeah, and then yeah, the homeschooling. Sticking to, sticking to a schedule. Yeah, I'll tell you the one thing that nobody has picked up on, and I reckon there's a YouTube uh, there's a YouTube video in this. Right, this is I reckon I'm going to start it next week. Okay, it's half nine every day, yeah. every weekday live on on YouTube, and it's. Uh, those hymns that we used to do at assembly. Oh, that's a nice idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just I'll twenty minutes. We got the whole world in his in hands. hands. It's just twenty yeah. minutes of that. Yeah, sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna. <laughs> just that yeah, for twenty minutes. That. Well, that I, one when you stand up and down. My body lies over the ocean. When you stand up and sit down, every time you say <laughs> yeah. body, yeah. bring back my body to me. <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> God, I tell you what, you know, I was I googled it yesterday. And I was looking at sort of hymns that we used to sing. There are some right tunes, you know. Absolute bangers. bangers. Absolute bangers. <laughs> Unbelievable. Come by, my lord. Oh, I mean, come got, by, our tunage, you know tunage I mean? man. <laughs> I've got no, uh, you know, my parents, my mum's religious, you know, but other than that, I've got no actual affinity to any particular religion. But mm. I tell you what, once these start, I'm giving it shine, Jesus, shine. shine. Fill this land with the Father's <laughs> glory. I'm, I'm yeah. there, mate. What's that on my hand? Why I've got my hands itching? Why is my hand itching? You just turn straight away. No, I love a good sing song in a church. So I do love a sing song. It's the light of mine. Uh, did you? What did you sing on the on the? On, did you do like a specific uh, verse on this little light of mine to, about your area? We did like. We did. What was yours? Oh, we got. To, we go. Uh, this the light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. This the light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. It's quite repetitive, and it goes yeah. all over Manchester. I'm gonna let it shine. We'd like make it about our town. Yeah, that's that nice. That yeah. is nice. All over Manchester. I'm gonna let it shine. There were some absolute crackers. And then what was weird was every so often, you'd you'd be singing a song that had nothing. It was not religious. It wasn't even for kids. And then you would like we used to sing um, Streets of London. We sang Streets of London, and the other one was Jake the Peg, which obviously you don't sing anymore, but Streets of London. Absolutely. <laughs> you definitely don't We did used to sing Streets anymore, of yeah. London, no. Streets of London. Have you seen the old man who walks the streets of London? I'll tell you the other one that was always lumped well. in. That's a great... What was always lumped in with that was When I'm 64 by the Beatles. Just that one song. That was always lumped you in with that us. You did that as a kid? Yeah, yeah, because it's like a nice jolly <laughs> song, isn't it? I don't think we were meant to listen to the lyrics. I think we were just singing along. <laughs> Imagine oh, that, seven-year-old. <laughs> when I get older. <laughs> That's random. The, 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 the amount of sort of passion you put into the word many years from now changes each decade. Many when you're seven. <laughs> many. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we should bring it. I think there's an album in that. Now that's what I call assembly. Yes. Now that's what I call assembly sing-along. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, all uh, things bright and beautiful. Oh, oh, great! We had that at our wedding. You know, had to choose a one hymn. We had all things bright yeah. and beautiful for the obvious. You know, each purple-headed mountain lyric. We went for that every time. That's, but no, every time. <laughs> every time. And obviously, we you know we had to have two. And uh, at my wedding, remember, I got a distinction in dance. I, mean, I don't like to talk about it, but I got a distinction no, no. in dance and movement <laughs> at uh, at our university. We went to the same university, yeah, different yeah, times, yeah. but. Um, so we chose Lord of the Dance, which is another banger. And uh, 
dance, dance, wherever you may be, I am the Lord. Oh, there is some. Let's do this. Let's do this. I think there's something in it. Absolute assembly bangers. Assem- assembly anthems. Pete Tong's Assembly Bangers. <laughs> <laughs> he does it with like a beat and doo doo Balearic notes in the I'm background. I'm doing it. I'm going to go. Yes. <laughs> I love it. If you can remember the, your, your best, uh, your favourite ones, your, he's got the whole world in his hands, or whatever it was that you, uh, Lord of the Dance, we did. Lord yeah, of the Dance said he, and I'll lead you all, whatever you may be, and I'll lead you all in the dance said he. Madness, madness, Great. the songs we used to sing as eight-year-olds. But if you remember any of them, don't text in, of course, but uh, send them in like, uh, on social media. Just remind me of what you used to sing back in the day. Manford. Good morning, Jason Manford, Absolute Radio. Uh, Steve, I don't know if you've been uh, been on Twitter this week, but uh, mm. guess who's been getting it in the neck again? Who? Me. Uh, what have you done now? Uh, me, just um, just trying to help. <laughs> uh, don't do that on Twitter, mate. You know the rules. <laughs> Honestly, I can't tell you the amount of numpties I've had to deal with this week. It, it's unprecedented. I mean, I know we're in unprecedented times, as we said last well, week. Apparently, but... we are. We're in unprecedented times. This is the new <laughs> yeah. normal now. This is the new normal. Um, well, essentially, what happened was this, right? Back in, like, the 21st of March, so, so Curtains, the show I was doing, was cancelled on the Monday. And do you remember? Like, the world was a very different place seven weeks ago. Even yeah. seven weeks, it's changed, doesn't it? And we would, it was like, it felt like wartime, like we were getting ready for war. Yeah. And they were saying things like, uh, you know, we're going to need 50,000 fruit pickers. We're going to need 20,000 extra people working in supermarkets and delivering. Yes, I remember uh, this. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The stockpiling, yeah. The, 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 the toilet roll debacle, all those things were, were, were hot off the press. And so I remember one Saturday evening, I thought, well, I've got nothing else to do. Like, what? I'm, I'm not helpful. I'm as a, as a comedian, actor, radio presenter. I'll see if I can help out. So I applied to loads of different you know, volunteer things and, and, and also like, you know, paid stuff as well, like the Tesco and Asda and uh, Morrison's and, and Iceland and all those things. So I applied for them all. And then, um, and then just didn't hear anything. Whether we were sort of panicking um, in, in advance. Lots and, of applicants, and actually, yeah, or something. Or yeah, something. maybe, maybe. So maybe they didn't need 20,000 people. I don't know what happened. But anyway, I forgot all about it. And then this week, like on Monday, I think, uh, I just randomly got an email through seven weeks later just saying your application to be a driver uh, at Tesco has been unsuccessful. Right. So oh, I thought that was quite fun. Are you all right? I'm fine. I'm over it. I, I, to be honest, I didn't think I was ever going to hear from him, so I'm just happy that I did eventually. Yeah, know? it's nice to get um, him back. Yes, exactly. So I was applying to the uh, for Tesco career, and I got a, you know we appreciate your interest to work for Tesco during these unprecedented times. They said it as well. And thank yeah. you for your application for the customer assistant convenience at the uh, this was at the Alderley Road Express one in Wimslow. I thought that'll be all right. It's going to be no trouble there. Yeah, no. Um, unfortunately, due to a high volume of applications, we were unable to provide any detailed feedback, which I was a bit annoyed about because I put some quite nice little. Lines yeah, on there. What, like, you, you, might, you did just say something wrong. Was it something I said? You know, but, I mean, yeah, I, nice. I don't know if you've ever done a um, an application for one of these jobs. It's like it's probably easier to get into Mensa. Yeah, like it, I have the, the, the online the online uh, quiz that you have to do to work for Tesco. I, I mean, I've got a newfound respect for anybody who works in Tesco now because it is ridiculous. It's so hard. Is it like, is it like the theory test when you learn to drive? <laughs> Yes, exactly. At a level that. you didn't know existed. Oh, I've got to do this as well. 
It's really, it's really weird. Um, so eventually what happened was I, um, so obviously on my, in my corner of the internet, Steve, on my corner, yeah. uh, you know, on my little Twitter, on my Facebook, I just, I put a picture of the rejection letter up. And what I said was next to it in this voice, but obviously it's written down. This is what I said. I went, oh, absolutely livid. So you, yeah. you can hear the the, the jockey nature the voice, in yeah. my yeah. You've exaggerated it because you, you're not really livid. You're joking. I'm not really livid. No. Why would I be? Because I'm not livid. But uh, that's what I put because it was because it was a joke. You know, joke. Anyway, but why 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 is, why is comedians doing jokes all of a sudden on Twitter? What, when did this happen? <laughs> I'm taking everything well, at face value because I didn't expect this. Comedians doing well, when jokes. it was what when, when it was reported, which. I've got to start remembering that I am actually famous. Like, I try and mm. deny it, but I actually am on the telly, and for some reason, there's no news, and people do want to, for some reason, report what I've said. I don't know why, because yeah. I'm not interested, but okay. So it got reported by a few people, and then... Uh, I mean, I've not looked on the Daily Mail. I'm not looking at the bottom half of that. It's not worth looking. Whoa, it's not worth no looking. way. I don't think my ego could take it. But... Um, uh, Sky News not only reposted it, but they also included me in their response. So my, they added my... So I got all their replies from the oh, sort good. of people who, A, follow Sky News, but also only read headlines and not the full story. Right, cool, cool. So, oh, good week then. Yeah, so basically they they tweeted it as... Uh, so I said it, absolutely livid, but they reposted it as... Jason Manford, absolutely livid. Yeah, not furious to get a Jason Tesco Manford job. slams Tesco's. <laughs> That's essentially what it was, yeah. Every little helps, not anymore. <laughs> Just absolutely furious. I applied for a job. Do you remember Safeway? Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember that shop? I applied for a job at Safeway when I was about 17. And like you said, the, the list of questions they asked you. And one of them was, why would you like to work for Safeway? Shelf stacking, I think. And <laughs> yeah. I put... Because I enjoy being part of a team creating something magical, which in the <laughs> in the case of Safeways <laughs> is a beautiful shopping environment. Nice. Never heard back from them. Never That's heard back a lovely from answer. Maybe yeah, they thought no, you were being sarcastic. Went, well, all right, mate. <laughs> yeah, just been it. So we've both been turned down. I mean, Mike's yeah. gone bust now. And do you know what? I'm glad they've gone bust. <laughs> In the in the comments, I did put, it said, can you tell us about yourself? I said, in my previous work as a comedian, I know more than anyone that it's all in the delivery. It's <laughs> good. I mean. That's good. That is good. Not even a response. No, no. Not Absolutely a livid. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. So I eventually did get a reply from Tesco when it hit the press. Um, oh, did you? Okay. A, yeah. Via, I mean, they went through their spokesperson. A spokesperson said, we've recruited around 50,000 temporary workers during the coronavirus pandemic, and they've played a huge part in helping us to serve customers safely during these unprecedented times. They love that phrase. Unprecedented. unprecedented time. 50, I mean, I felt bad before, but to be... Out of the top 50,000 people who applied. Yeah, not even in that list. Pretty pretty heartbreaking. Uh, Jason's skills would have no doubt brought a lot of joy to our customers and colleagues. I'd have had a right laugh. I'd have had a laugh yeah. with him. Um, and, uh, so it's you're a shame. Always, you're all, was it delivery? Yeah, it was delivering, delivering yeah, you're food. You're famously yeah. always late. Maybe they've, maybe they've spoken to somebody who knows you. you. How, I, I, hang I, on a I minute. I ordered this shopping for last Tuesday. It's Thursday. Hang on a minute, Mr. St I put you down as a reference. 
Is this oh, what happened? Did they get in touch? Problem. I might have mentioned it. I said, I, oh, I said, well done, Jay- Steve. I said, it was a review. I said, Jason Manford <laughs> is 10 years ahead of his time and always 15 minutes late. <laughs> I meant it as a compliment. I didn't think they'd take it seriously. Yeah. Well, well done, mate, because now I didn't get a job at Tesco. So thank Sorry, you. Um, they uh, they said, but should he ever want to join the Tesco family in the future, we'd be happy to receive an application from him. Um, right. I, uh, well, they've had, no, they've had the They've had, had their the chance. chance. Yeah, there's other the supermarkets, chance. isn't there? There's a, there's a big five, yeah. isn't there, or something, or a big three. There was so a few, you... had a few, a few offers after the back of that. Um, I mean, obviously, I applied back in March, so it's been seven weeks. So since then, I've been busy in my time. Yeah. Uh, I did get an offer, a very lovely offer, actually, from Iceland, who said, if I came and did a day shift uh, delivering uh, food for people, um, that they would make a... a a donation to a charity of my choice, which is the Children's Adventure Farm, uh, which is the, the charity that I'm patron of in uh, in Lim near Manchester. So they're going to make a, a decent uh, uh, donation to them for me just delivering some food That's to nice. people for That's a day. Good. So they're it's nice all worked out in the end. They do little things like that. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I know, and they, they've got frozen Greggs, haven't they? With Greggs being closed. Yeah. Yes. I'm thinking maybe if I just say... Is that all just... gone, though? I bet that... That freezer's been cleared right out. That was the first of the stores. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I imagine. I imagine so. Uh, so that's what I'll be doing at some point. At some point this week. So I'll let you know. I'll let you know how that goes. There was a moment this week where I was getting this uh, uh, abuse, I would call it, on uh, social media, and. Um, mm. And people were because obviously people don't read stories; do they? they just read headlines. Yeah. So yeah. I got things, and 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 also you can't reply without them coming back with some <laughs> with something. So I had a moment where, um, you know, and, and as a comedian, you know, as a comedian, I'm I'm, I'm always torn between: do I answer sincerely or do I or do, do like a, a heckle put down? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, one guy said, "Well, I've I've tried to re- apply for Tesco and I've not had." Any success? So why the hell should you get a job when I can't get one? And I, I put, have you thought about being a nicer person? Yeah, personal skills. I think is what's letting him. You know, down. maybe maybe that could help. Just yeah, being nicer. Could. You know, there's your uh, shopping. I mean, that's not what you want to live. <laughs> that's is not it? what I need. Yeah, that's so, replace uh, some of the items, but it's not my fault. All right. <laughs> That's not the guy you want turning up to your nan's house. That's not who you need. But yeah, I got. St- there was a moment this week, right? So I know we've sort of talked about it a little bit. I've not gone on about it. I've not, you know, I'm not one of these sort of people who goes to the press and goes, "Hey, look at me doing all this, uh, you know, voluntary work or whatever." I just did it because, like a lot of people, you just do something that whatever you can do to help uh, around the place. But also, as we've spoke about on this show, I do it for you purely selfish house, reasons yeah, to get out, to get out of the house. I mean. <laughs> The other day, I took Dorothy from Hazel Grove to Hazel Grove. It took me an hour and a half. So you can wow. see where I'm... Yeah, that's you can see where good. I'm getting... There. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's good. see where I'm getting with that. Lovely. Just sitting around, listening to the radio, driving around in the sunshine before having to pick her back up. Oh, absolute treat. Um, so <laughs> I was doing that the other day, and I was in... Um, I was actually sat in the car park at the podiatrist, waiting for old Dot. And as I was flicking through Twitter, of uh, people telling me, how much of an awful person I was. <laughs> I thought, hang on, are we in are we in opposites world here? Like I'm literally yeah. waiting for somebody. Literally driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> to get back in the car. And I'm yeah. reading these from these people who I'm guessing are not doing anything like this. I mean it goes, no. oh you know and it, it's sort of you end up in this weird uh, sort of spiral, this sort of weird catch twenty two where there's nothing you can say or do to sort of 
to get you out of it because it sounds like you're, you're protesting too much. And then yeah. they, they pull this phrase, and this is one of the worst phrases that have come out of the modern world, right? It's, and it's Go come on. out of Twitter, and it's this. So I've not mentioned volunteering stuff, but I had to mention it because some people are saying, why are you taking a job from somebody who needs it? Well, I was like, well, I wasn't. I, I applied seven weeks ago when I thought we were at war with a virus. Yeah, the job and they that needed, needed doing. All hands on deck, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So, like when my nana was making bullets for Lancaster bombers during the war, even though she was a seamstress, nobody was going, I'm gonna, you're taking that job from people who actually make bullets for the, yeah. for the rest of the time. Like, it's just something that needed, uh, you know, to be done. So, I had a bit, a bit of that going on, people having a go in that respect. And I was going, I've not, I didn't, I applied seven weeks ago. Are oh, you just doing it for, uh, you know, for, for, for PR? I'm really not. I don't get paid any more for being in the paper. No, there's not an Edinburgh show in this, is there? No, Tesco I don't get out. nobody. The, the Sky News don't ring you. Go, yeah, there's that 500 quid for that story. You get nothing. Yeah. All you get is hassle and flack from idiots and people who can't read stories. Um, so it's not. That's not the reason you do it. You just tell your little corner of the internet because you're like, hi guys, just keeping everybody you know entertained and and, and stuff. And hi then, guys, here's a comedian doing a joke. That kind of thing. Yeah, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, then it gets taken out of context. Jason Manford says, an Englishman, Irishman, Scotsman walked across a road. You know, it's like, these are, yeah. it's just, oh God. So there was this moment where, um, uh, where I was getting this sort of, uh, this sort of abuse off people. And the, they said, oh, why don't you do some volunteering work? And I was like, I'm lich. That's what I'm doing, right? And this is the phrase that killed me, right? I said, I am actually doing that right now. And actually in the paper today, someone's, that's now reported. Jason Manford is volunteering. I thought, oh, that's all I need. Yeah. I, need I don't need that in the paper. It looks like I'm showing off. And I got the phrase. You know what the phrase is? When somebody who's doing something nice tells people that they're doing something nice. Is it, is it virtue signaling? Oh, oh, it's the worst phrase I've virtue ever... It's signal. awful. It's so horrible because it comes from people who don't do anything nice for, yeah. one, for anybody. So he said, oh, you're virtue signalling. So like, if you mention that? you're doing something nice, you're obviously doing yeah. it for a reason. You're exactly. virtue signalling, yeah. Yeah. Now, psychologists will tell you that nobody, it's the human condition, nobody does anything nice unless something's in it for them. Now, I don't mean monetary, I don't mean financial, I mean just on a psychological level, even to a point where if you do something nice for somebody, it releases endorphins in your brain and makes you feel good. Yeah, the feel-good endorphin, whatever that one's the, called. Exactly. What it's called so that's just psychology. We all do good things for other people because it makes us feel good. Is that selfish? Yeah. <laughs> like... well, that's biology. <laughs> anyway, you can imagine, uh, you know, Derek42 on uh, <laughs> on Twitter didn't want a psychological debate about, no, <laughs> about, no. about volunteering. Anyway, that's all I'll say on the matter. Do your bit if you can. If you can't, shut up. Matters. I had some responses on uh, Facebook from people who uh, who are also sort of volunteering or, or doing. Uh, like, I mean, Kelly is an actual Tesco delivery driver, doing oh, it while I study as a social worker. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? All right, back off, Kelly. Yeah. I absolutely love it. She says I used to get people look down their noses at me uh, for doing this job. Funny how tables turn, and now we're getting praised to high heavens. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's what's happened with all. Well, a lot of those jobs, jobs that you, a lot of people didn't even notice were getting done. Now we're like, who are these absolute heroes? Yeah, yeah. We certainly, people weren't writing thank man, you but... on the on, on the pavement with chalk, were they? Eight weeks ago, <laughs> to the shopkeepers <laughs> yeah. and the postman and the bin men. No one was getting a round of applause. But it's funny, isn't it? With the um, you know, nobody's uh, nobody's clapping for bankers at 
eight o'clock on a Thursday. You know what I mean? No, and they never were. And they never were. Mister Report, I'm not. I never. I never want to get political. You know that this yeah. show is apolitical. But there was a moment last week where um, I was. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine who was trying to get a loan off the bank to help his small business, and they were being a bit difficult about it. He had to jump through so many hoops, and in the end, he got twenty percent of what he needed. And like it wasn't. It wasn't as easy as the sort of making out it is on yeah. on the in the papers and stuff. And there's a part of me that just thought, hang on a minute. And this was the RBS, by the way. And I thought, wasn't there a moment when you were in dire straits, when yeah. you as a bank were about to go out of business and we, normal people, the taxpayer, gave you billions of pounds to bail you out. Mm. And now we're in the the, the dog dirt and yeah. we could just do with some of that back. And you're like, well, actually, can you just fill out this form? And, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've got short memories, haven't they? Short memories, these yeah, banks. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, Anuska Graham uh, says, how exciting would it be to get you as a volunteer driver? I'm doing a bit myself. And the nicest part is just simply meeting new people and having some lovely chats whilst doing a good deed. I've got to say, that's been my favourite part of it as well. Nice. I've had some lovely chats with people. Um, it depends what you get. Obviously, if you get slightly older people, I had one last week, uh, a fella who was just a bit hard of hearing. So we basically just showered at each other for the whole time. Yeah, but nicely. Nicely, yeah. We were like in each other's Your hair face, looks yeah. lovely. Yeah, it was. Oh, yes, no, it's, it's, uh, I've had him since he was a pup. That, that was the conversation that <laughs> yeah, I was having, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was, uh, it was. It, if anyone would have overheard, <laughs> it was like, crikey, them two hate each other. They're having a furious row in that car. There was also no reason for him to shout back at me, which I thought was... Yeah. So why is he shouting back? I'm all I can hear. Maybe he was having a row. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Uh, Pete Murray says, Jason, you probably didn't get the job because they were worried that you'd be too slow. If you delivered my groceries, I'd want to hear a couple of gags and maybe we could have a little sing song in the front garden. That could have happened, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Had a little, yeah, that would have been fun. Victoria Miles says, Jason, I wouldn't worry. I worked for Tesco for eight years. I left, but then some years later, uh, after I'd finished at university, I reapplied for the same job in the same shop to be told I didn't have enough experience. Oh, so, yeah, well, maybe the sort of, you know, customer relations team is is a computer. I think it's computer said no, yeah. I'm not going to worry too much. But then Linda on Facebook says, Jason, this is quite reassuring, actually, because I've applied for loads of jobs and heard nothing. I've been feeling like a bit of a failure. I thought it was down to my age, but I'm glad to hear that I'm not the only one. So there you go. Mm. We could be failures together, Linda. Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. What have you been doing to pass your time? Steve, other than obviously, you know, being a parent and a husband and all that sort of stuff. That's it. That's all I've done, really. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. Well, we managed to get the odd game of football, don't we, on the place? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we do, yeah. We have a little game of the evening. So sort of have to just, I have to sort of start early on, I have to start hinting at like, uh, like, oh, you seem tired, love. Like, I sort of start, should, start yeah, putting that into the conversation. Yes, yeah, what I do. I go, do you want to watch early night? Do you and your mum want to watch one of them Scandinavian dramas or something? I might go to bed. <laughs> 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 while, I'm, while I'm plugging in to the PlayStation coming up. Ooh, no, I'll just have and a quick go with this. You, know. it's funny, you sort of go back to being a 10-year-old boy. Just like try, I've been doing this thing where I'm like, I'm, I'm nailed cleaning up. I'm so good at cleaning up. Like, yeah. I'm really good at it. And Lucy obviously doesn't want to <laughs> want to tidy up like nobody does, you know. Nobody. And um, so I'll go above and beyond, like mopping things every couple, you know, every couple of days rather than uh, once a fortnight when it usually gets done. So and that's then, remembered. So you, you've bought yes. yourself some time, yeah. And I don't moan about it. I just get on with it and I do it. 
And then at some point in the evening, I'm like, oh, I'll just get in bed and just chill out. And do you know what? I might just see if Steve. Uh... And the other thing what, I've been doing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go on, what you said. No, I was going to say, what's interesting, if you, if when we play each other, obviously we have the little headphones in. Yeah. So we're chat. So, so it seems more legitimate then. I'm having a chat with Jay while we're playing the game. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, the other day, I did have a game when you weren't around, and I plugged the headphone in, and just in case they were listening, I was going, ah, yeah, 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 as if I was having a chat to somebody. Because <laughs> if I was just down the bottom yeah. playing a team in League Two, trying to get promoted, it would. I know. Have been as it's hard legitimate. to excuse it, isn't it? I know what you mean. I've also been <laughs> doing this thing, and I apologise, but I've been doing this thing where I've made out that you really need this time. Uh, uh, yeah, I've done it to you as well. <laughs> so I've sort of gone. Jay's struggling a little bit. He's struggling a little bit. It's not for me. It's not for me. It's for Steve. He's not. He's really. He's not well. He's really struggling today. So I'm just going to try and cheer him up by battering him three <laughs> 0 <laughs> That's exactly what I've been doing as well. Steve needs it. He needs it. I remember years ago, me and John Bishop went to Las Vegas, and uh, we just uh, just like a little boys trip. As we both we both had managed to convince our wives. That it was the other one who needed it. The other person needed it. Look, it's not for me, doll. It's not for me a bit. I don't want to go to Vegas. What do I want to go to Vegas for? John's always loved Vegas. He's an Elvis fan. He's just... You know, he just needs a break, you know, and I'm, I just want to be there for him, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he was Mates having the exact four, same conversation yeah. with yeah. his wife. Yeah. <laughs> These are the games we have to play. Um, but talking of games that we've had to play, I have started, I've brought it back out, blown the dust off it, not played it for a long time. Football Manager. Do you remember Ooh, the Football Manager? I do remember Football Manager. <gasps> It's massive, mate. Honestly, do you do you do you do you manage City or do you start like right what down I do the is, with Run Corn is what I used to always used to be the manager of. I think right down in my t- my tactic is I start with um, I start with Man City, but just to get used to the game because I know the players, yeah. I know the staff, I know the layout, yeah. and I'll and play then a few first seasons or the second best City. team on the game. <laughs> Yeah, obviously that helps as well. But I used to do it when they weren't very good either. But it just helps you sort of get used to the layout of the game, where the training is. And then after a couple of seasons ago, right, I start again. And then I've done a couple of times where I've um, I've started unemployed, start unemployed, and just see what job comes up. Yeah, so just sort of just hanging around football training grounds, going, "Any uh, men jobs going on?" (laughs) It's really weird. And again, that's another thing. I can draw lines. I can draw lines. I can do them. I can draw the lines on the pitch if you want. It's very hard to explain that to your wife when she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just, I'm looking I'm for a job. <laughs> in the in the 80s, in Merseyside, and I'm just looking for a job. <laughs> but it's so addictive, that game. I used to talk about it in my, like 2005, it was one of the first things that I wrote material about, um, doing gags on it and stuff. But yeah. it's, 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 I read the other day that the game is being played like by twice as many people during this lockdown uh, situation, you know, it's, uh, it's, and it's weirdly addictive. I think, yeah, and, and I think also it's reminiscent of happier times as well, isn't it? Like yeah. a lot of the TV I've watched is stuff from the eighties and stuff. It's like, oh, this was That's happier times. It Reminds so me a little teenager, bit of that. Yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah, That's the thing. Playing hours of it. Hours of it. I mean, yeah. there was a point where me, my friend Paul Tarpey and Simon Pickering, we used to play, the three of us used to play it. And uh, there was a time where I definitely remember of us, us having a genuine conversation. We were like 16. We'd just started college of saying, you know what, if we all lived here together and got the doll, that's, that's enough money for us oh, to survive. That's and a we dream, could just play, We could just play this all day. So much ambition. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I used to, because uh, we used to, when you used to take over a smaller team and you didn't know any of the players, just so you'd remember who they were when you saw the, the mm. list of your players, I'd name my back four 
after the Rat Pack, like Dean Martin, Sammy Davis. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea, that. yeah. I think my midfield was Alfie, same pet, five of them. Right. Sort of like, <laughs> like uh, Jimmy, uh, you know, yeah. Bomber, Oz, yeah, and have yeah, all yeah. that. Just so I knew what position they it played in. Yeah, yeah. And I remember uh, my defender, Sammy Davis Jr., was out for two months with an eye injury. What are the chances? <laughs> Came up saying, your defender is out with an eye injury. I was like, how did you know? <laughs> It's amazing. <laughs> I actually found a little clip of me talking about Football Manager. This is from 2008 on, uh, on one of my first appearances on Live at the Apollo. I went and did a gig at Manchester City, right, and I met a load of the players, and it was well exciting. It was last year, Rabinio and Richard done all this. I met Michael Richards, the defender, and I was a bit rude to him. Okay, I was like, all right, yeah, not bothered. Afterwards, my dad was with me. He went, you're a bit rude there to Michael Richards. I said, yeah, I don't know why. It was only when I got home I realised on Football Manager... He turned up late for training a couple of times. Good morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Steve Edge is here, uh, and we're also joined uh, by the director of uh, the game Football Manager, Miles Jacobson. Morning, Miles. Good morning. Morning, pal. Now, interestingly, I was reading online the other day that where a lot of companies have had to let people go and furlough staff and all that, you've actually hired more people on to work for you at the moment. Yes, I think at, at last count, we've hired 16 people in the last four weeks. We're in a very fortunate position in that there's a lot more people at home at the moment yep. and our computer game, the game that we make, is pretty good value for money. So we've got a lot more people playing it than normal um, and we haven't yet seen a drop. And you um, actually gave the game away for free for a while as well, didn't you? Yeah, so when, when the lockdown was first uh, was first announced, I'm, I'm really worried about people's mental health um, mm. because just because we're really lucky doesn't mean that, that other people out there are at yeah. all. So... We decided to make the game um, free for a couple of weeks for people to play. And we're then, um, we then had to stop it for various, for various reasons. Um, but instead of now giving all of our in-game advertising over to mental health charities and the World Health Organization. So Brilliant. whilst the game itself is a COVID-free zone, um, people yes. are one one click away from getting help if they need it. And what do you think it is about Football Manager that is... Because, as you know, uh, we've known each other for a very long time since I was... I think I must have been one of the first comedians to uh, to talk about the game in a sort of... You uh, were. I remember coming up to Edinburgh Festival because I'd, I'd heard a rumour that someone had Football Manager comedy in his set <laughs> and uh, came, came along came along to your show and then, um, yeah, we, we met up afterwards. It was, yeah. uh, it was fantastic to see. It's a long Amazing. time ago now. That it night. was a long time ago so i play it a lot and uh, and obviously i've not played it for a few years because of children and jobs and other like real life things that have got in the way of me playing computer games uh, but have come back to it in the last couple of weeks because it's just it's there it's, it's the friend that you always <laughs> that's always there for you you know welcome um, back thanks very much how many people are you able to put a number on it is there is there a amount of people who've come who seem to have come back to the game or are playing the game more than usual well i get i get a lot of numbers so we normally have dur during a normal period of life which we're certainly not in at the moment yeah. we would normally have around quarter of a million um people playing the game every wow. day anyway um, at the moment, that's gone up to between 400,000 and 500,000 people playing every single wow. day. 
Um, so we have welcomed a lot of people back and, and mm. people are certainly playing more than ever. And I think it's because with with the game, it, it is an escape from the real world. You know, there, yeah. there are some people who say the game feels like a second job, which is why <laughs> sometimes real life things get in the way. But yeah. it's it is an escape where you can be in a world where one and there's no football on at the there's moment. No there's, football, there's no, yeah, there's no football, helping. so so it's one of the few ways to get a football yeah. fix. And you cannot believe how much I'm missing football. As as you know, Jason, <laughs> I'm I'm home and away with Watford, um, which is the team that I've grown up uh, grown up supporting. But I normally go to one or two other games a week as well. So my a large chunk of of my social time, as well as my biggest passion. It's just vanished. Um, of course, yeah. Th- throughout this, Marvelous. so so I'm playing the game a lot more as well. I'm playing my own game a lot more. Um, just and what is it about the game that you know? You must have done the research. You must have had psychologists looking at it. And the, what is it about the game that is so? Because that is the is the one of the few games that you can go. I'll just have ten minutes on this, and then then suddenly your kids are leaving for university. <laughs> I think part of it is. I'm really lucky. I love my job, and I think you love your job as well, right? Yeah, um, absolutely. Most most people in the world don't do something that that they um, that they enjoy doing for a living. So yeah, we give them the chance to actually do something that they would rather be doing for a living, of of managing a football team and and being yeah. in control. And also, you get to create your own story. So with a lot of games and with all films, you're following somebody else's story. Our game is completely open. So there's so many things that you can do. And the game doesn't really care if you are controlling a team or if the artificial intelligence version of mm. uh, of whichever manager out there is controlling a team. The same decisions are being made. So it's that, that openness and being able to create your own story that I think yeah. um, really appeals to a lot of people. All right. Stick around here for a minute. I want to talk to you about real football uh, and the, the Premier League, etc. after this. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We've still got Miles Jacobson with us, from uh, who's the director of the fabulous game, Football Manager. You used to play Football Manager, Steve? Yeah, yeah. Many, many, before, many years ago. Started on the, on the spectrum. Yeah, no, it's gone there. So it's all gone there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't run into uh, we yeah we've talked about it many times over the years, but obviously a lot of people are playing it. A lot of people love this game. Um, so I've got a couple of questions for you. Firstly, will this pandemic, will this virus become part of the game? Is there is there something that you will put into the game to make it? You know, I know Brexit's in the game. Uh, Brexit some point. is in the game, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, and that's had an effect. An effect. Is this something that you would put in, or would that not be appropriate? <laughs> so we hope not. Um, yeah. People were expecting us to update Football Manager 20 um, with COVID and I declared very publicly that we would not be doing that because we want the game to be an escape. Obviously, yeah. there may be some changes to the schedules for next season. Um, course, and, yeah. and because some leagues have voided already, there are some interesting challenges for us to sort with that. But we would we would rather not having to have COVID there. But certainly there are things we're having to do um, with with future versions because the transfer market is going to change dramatically. Mm. Player wages are going to change dramatically, whether they can complete or not, because of course. football, the football economy is this global ecosystem. And yeah. with some leagues already declaring that they can't finish, 
those leagues are going to lose money. Those clubs are going to have less money to spend. So that is going to have knock-ons towards the world. But I don't want to have empty stadiums. I don't want to have players getting sick. And I hope that football are really sensible um, about when they are going to come back. Yeah, yeah, we, we need you, you need it. some escapes from it. And what about uh, what about the women's game? Have that has that been incorporated? I know you was it in two thousand and nineteen the game you you had um, was it Emma Hayes had been uh, yeah. So, so Emma Hayes has has come into the game. Um, we have lots of female staff in the game, but Emma was the first person who specifically works in the women's game who gave us permission to be in. Yeah. So we would love to add women's football um, to the game, but at the moment. The unfortunate reality is it's not financially viable. Um, And we've been out there talking to lots of potential partners who will partner with us because it's not just about the data side of things. That side's easy. When we add women's football into the game, we're going to do it properly. So that involves redoing 11,000 motion captured animations, because if you try and put male animations onto a female (laughs) character, it looks like they're walking like a cowboy. But we will also be adding in. I mean, they're, they're, it's it's quite interesting the the depth um, of women's football. So, for example, did you know that females are more likely to get an ACL injury when they're having their periods? I did not because know that. Their, their metabolism changes. So it's those kinds of things that we would. That be is a very de- that is well. a hell of a detail to add to a computer game. <laughs> but that's that's how detailed we get. And sorry, well, sorry if that's made anyone choke on their breakfast as well. But, um, <laughs> sure, it probably did, but <laughs> but, but, um, but that that's the level of detail. Fifty percent of the population, so it's fine. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> but it's the level of detail that we go into with uh, with the men's game. So we would do exactly the same with the women's game. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. A, a multi-million pound cost to doing it, and we can't Got wait it. for the day when we can do it um Brilliant. because the because women's football is more is popular enough to uh, to justify that kind of spend well lovely well miles look thanks for joining us this morning um and thank thanks you for, having for me. you know thanks for uh giving all your uh, advertising hoardings over to mental health charities for giving the game away for free to help people during these lockdown uh situations for hiring more people during these difficult times and for just being the game that's always there it's always there when your relationship's over when your friends are answering the phone Football managers there. <laughs> Thank you, pal. And uh, Cheers, just, pal. just wishing everyone, uh, please have a great day and uh, obviously stay safe, everyone. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. You know, I always like to find you the weirdest news stories, Steve. Yeah, yeah, I love that. How about this? How about this? Japanese aquarium wants people to FaceTime eels. Uh, okay, that's. Yeah, I think you got a winner here. <laughs> have a one. Yeah, yeah. What's my prize? <laughs> Let me tell you. A Japanese aquarium is appealing for people to video chat with their eels while they're uh, under coronavirus lockdown because apparently the eels are forgetting that humans even exist. I mean, they've is got a, a brain. Is that a big problem? I mean, they've also got a tiny brain, I imagine, so they probably don't remember a lot of things and also aren't... <laughs> Exactly to know that we exist anyway. Anyway, I don't know. I'm not an expert. No. Uh, but the aquarium have asked people to e-visit the creatures as part of a face-showing event. On Twitter, nice. they wrote, they don't see humans except the keepers, and they have started forgetting about humans. Garden eels, in particular, uh, disappear into the sand and hide every time the keepers pass by. The aquarium continues, this is an urgent request. I mean... Is right, it? Well, I mean, finding a vaccine's urgent. Go, yeah, 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 no, but this is second, probably, isn't it? That's, 
Vaccine for a virus, that's urgent. Medical staff getting properly protected, that's it. Okay, yeah. So, third, then, it's third. And he'll get a bit lonely. Is that on the same level? A lonely, scared yeah. of not recognising human faces. Is that, I don't know. It's not it's nature, thing. isn't it? They're not meant to. Oh, there's Dave. They're not meant to, are they? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Dave's back. He's oh, got an annual pass. Big. Who's this on FaceTime? Oh, you're muted. You're muted. I can't hear you. Oh, I'm underwater. Yeah, Talking to your nana on Zoom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, in order to help the inquisitive eels keep their memories of humans, they've set up five tablets facing the tank that users can connect to FaceTime on their iPhones or iPads. It's like eel, like like babe station for eels. Yeah. Uh, and they're not just, they just put a telly on and just put like Sopranos on or something with a load yeah, of faces. Like, in. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what humans look like. Users are asked to show their faces, but also talk and wave at the eel. However, they've asked that people don't raise their voices because that will scare them. And don't and tap on your phone because they don't Don't like tap it. on the glass. Don't tap on the glass. They hate it. <laughs> the festival, uh, that's what they're calling it. The festival is set to take place. <laughs> the festival. The festival, wow. The festival. The festival of eels. <laughs> the festival is set to take place during Japan's Golden Week holiday from the 3rd to the 5th uh, of May. So we've uh, we missed it anyway, to be honest. Oh, that's um, a shame. I know. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Maybe they'll I bring mean, it back does, if it was... Yeah, that does sound like a golden week of a holiday, waving at an eel. That's my kind of holiday. <laughs> <laughs> trying to guard eels in a tank in yeah, Japan. Well, it sounds like madness, but it's still it's still better than what most of us have been up to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a nobby, <laughs> isn't it? We've all got to have a nobby at these times. <laughs> I wonder if we'll get to a point where they're getting sick of us, like ringing all the time. Oh, tell yeah. them to oh, tell them I'm busy. It. Just mute it. Get them to chat to yeah. the crab. Yeah, he's he's all right. <laughs> So there you go, get in touch with uh, the Japanese aquarium. It doesn't say which one, but it's a Japanese aquarium. It needs you to go and uh, chat to their eels to keep them company. Good morning, it's the Jason Manford Show on Absolute Radio with Steve Edge. And thanks to our friends at Anchor Butter, we're giving away a chance to win a family bundle of goodies to get you through this uh, difficult spring and summer. It includes a PlayStation 4 as well as a family bundle of goodies. We want to spread some joy in this time of crisis. Family time is important to me, it's important to you, and it's important to the folks at Anchor Butter as well. You lot have been going on the Absolute Radio website to tell us your funny stories of when your kids in your family have been less than perfect. And Steve, we have had a couple of beauties this okay. week. Here's, uh, here's my top three, and we'll pick our favourites, OK? This is from Charmaine. Charmaine says, We once lost the keys to our house and were looking high and low for a day. We ended up having to ask family and friends to come over and help before going to the key cutters. I just happened to ask my two-year-old daughter, as a joke, where the keys were. She then said, Key? And jumped off a car. She was on a car. Uh, lift, lifted up the seat and produced the keys she had in her secret compartment for the whole time. To say I was embarrassed when all the family just looked at me when she produced the keys is an understatement. Yeah, I bet, yeah. yeah. They're good at that, aren't they? Hiding stuff. Yeah. Hiding stuff. Pretty good. Love uh, a little hide of things. Check with the kids first, I always say. Anna says, on Saturday morning, my four-year-old went very quiet. That's always a that's always a telltale sign, isn't it? Any sort mm, of quietness. Yeah. You're like, what are, they, what are they up to? After ten minutes, I went to investigate what he was up to. He had taken the tube of Aquafresh toothpaste and squeezed a long line on the stairs handrail from the top to the bottom. Wow. I asked him why, and he replied, I wanted to see if the stripes would ever end. Oh, that is nice. <laughs> That's a thinking. That's good. That's a good answer. 
That's a little poetic thing that kids do, isn't it? I remember we I were like driving that. through a, you know, when you get to that like country road where the trees go all the way over, mm. you know, all the way, and they reach at the top. We drove that with my son was about two, and he hadn't spoken for about well, you know, he just started speaking. He just went, "The sky we made in the tunnel," and I thought it's just so poetic. The sky we made in the tunnel. And that's what that is. I want to see the stripes, whatever end. Love that. Love that from Anna. Uh, Gaynor says, when my son was two or three years old, the age where they're fascinated by absolutely everything, he was sat watching me just put my makeup on for a very rare night out. He asked, what's that, mummy? The best explanation I could give was, it's what ladies use to make themselves look pretty. He seemed content with that and watched me carry on. Then, as I finished and started putting everything back in my makeup bag, he screwed his face into a very sympathetic look and said, ah, can't you do it? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Out of the mouths of babes (laughs) (laughs) That is a good one Uh, Right, three cracking stories We're going to play a song and deliberate over which one is the best that deserves our brilliant prize from the team at Anchor Butter at the heart of Britain's brilliant foods providing buttery betterness since 1886 Matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford and Steve Edge on Absolute Radio. And for the next few weeks, we're going to be giving you the chance to win a family bundle of goodies thanks to our friends at Anchor Butter. Before that song, we read out three brilliant stories from people whose kids who've been, you know, kids, essentially. Uh, we had uh, the three stories. They were from uh, Charmaine, whose uh, child had hidden set of keys in a toy uh, even though all the friends and neighbours were looking for it. We had Anna, uh, whose son put toothpaste all the way down the handrail of the stairs because he wanted to see if the stripes would ever end philosophical child uh, and uh, and Gaynor whose uh, who's heartless child <laughs> uh, when doing makeup uh, to look pretty said, oh can't you do it and she was a bit gutted. So, we we've got. I think we've got our favourite, have we, Steve? Yes, I think so. I mean, they're all good. They're all they're all very good. different levels, aren't they? Hiding mm. philosophy and just straight yeah. up truths, kid yeah. truths. <laughs> on, on any other uh, week, any of them could have won. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, we we, you know we I mean? deliberated hard, and you know we, we talked about it, and uh, good what thirty seconds, and Easy, then yeah. uh, what we're we going with? We're going with Gainer, aren't we? Got to be, it? it's got to be, uh, it's got to be Gaynor Pashley, and because uh, at least every so, every time she looks at that PlayStation and, and all the goodies, she will remember the time her child told her <laughs> she wasn't as pretty as she thought she was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what prizes are all about? Uh, so congratulations. That's <laughs> what kids are all about. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations again. You have a family entertainment bundle of prizes heading your way for the chance to win. All you have to do is head to the AbsoluteRadio.co.uk website and tell us your favourite funny story of when your kid or a kid around you has been less than perfect. It's all thanks to Anchor Butter at the heart of Britain's brilliant foods, providing buttery betterness since 1886. Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. How's your DIY skills during this lockdown, Steve? All right, I've uh, put a couple of mirrors up. Uh, nice. What else have I done? Filled some cracks. Well, I buried that cable last week, and I've done yeah. all sorts. I'm, I'm quite handy, me. I'm handy, yeah. handy. 
Doing all right there, aren't you? I'll tell you what job I started doing. This is a what? cracky job. And this is a good tip, actually. This is for any uh, any fellas out there or, or anybody with a partner who um, is on it. You know what I mean? Because we've got, we've got a toddler in our house. Um, and you know what toddlers like. Anytime you sat down, anytime you're resting for a second, every time you have a cup of tea or on your phone, whatever, they're over. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. And that, in our house, is my wife. Like, at no point. I'm not saying she's a toddler, but... At no point can you rest or no. just be sat down doing nothing like because there's so much that needs to, to be done. So what I've got, this is a good tip for everybody. Pick a job that they don't like doing. Yeah, okay. Pick a job they don't like doing and take ages at it. Because they don't know how long it should take. Is that what, is that what you're saying? Or, or just take ages on it, really enjoy it. Exactly. They don't know They don't know how to do it. They don't know what, what to do. And also they're happy that it's getting done. There are some jobs that become uh, bigger the more you do them. So, for example, uh, I got the jet wash out last week. And Who knows got... how long it takes to jet wash? Exactly. It's how long's a piece of string. So yeah. I jet washed. I was jet, jet washing the windows. Uh, then I started on the what's the bit above the window? The sort of uh, like not a the lintel. frame. No. Yeah, like whatever that piece of wood is at the top there. Uh, I started cleaning that because I didn't realise it was filthy. But once you've started on one bit, yeah. you have to carry on. Yeah, I'm not sure you should be doing all of these jobs with a jet wash, though. You might be just sort of like rinsing the concrete off. There's ah, a lot coming fine. off here. <laughs> It'll be fine. Jet wash the wind. Yeah, go on. I was jet washing the, uh, the, the, the tiles in the... Dog. <laughs> the dog, the kids. Everything's getting a jet wash. But once you start, you've got to carry on. I was out there all day. It was, I had the radio on. It was basically, it's like colouring in. Yeah, was this jet, jet, jet wash Wednesday? Was this when the so entire jet wash day Wednesday. was... But, yeah, yeah. Oh, what an absolute treat. And you know what? I came in and I was a hero. Oh, look how clean yeah. it is. And yet I'd had well, a You're kind of holding it like a little, like a gun, like you've just come back from war as well. <sighs> yeah, just exactly. ringing with sweat and you're holding it there. Yeah. That's exactly what's gone on. But yeah, other than that, I'm not, I'm not a DIY person. Well, you need to really. DIY man then. I mean, the fact <laughs> that I can't even spell it. Do you it yourself. <laughs> That's what it is in our Do you itself, that's what you call it. <laughs> it's not my idea of uh, of fun, really. But I'm I'm trying. I'm trying my best. Um, but, yeah, the jet wash. I've, I feel like I've really found a, um, a yeah. niche. I jet washed the bins the other day. I jet washed the bins. Oh, nice. That's a good, yeah. that's a nice job. That yeah. was satisfying. Uh, and started, like, jet washing other people's bins. <laughs> like the neighbours. You really didn't want to oh, go home, did you? I really was just I've out. I've been jet washing the streets bins, actually. <laughs> No, we've been looking after the kids all day, but I've had stuff to do as well. Alan at number eight's bin's never been cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> That's my tip for you. Find a job and spend ages at it. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, it's hashtag bin chat, Steve. Hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin Maybe we can get a little jingle. We should we get a little jingle. Yeah. Oh, do you know what we should try and do? You know, obviously there's a delay, so it might not work. But you know when yeah. Chaz and Dave used to do the rabbit, 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 bunny, bunny, jabber, jabber, yeah. you know that thing. Bin so I'll say bin, yeah. I'll say bin, you say chat. Okay? okay. And then people at home can find out just how how, how long time. the delay is. <laughs> yeah, you try and time it just after me, but we'll see how long it delays. So, okay. okay One, on. two, three, bin, chat, bin. Bin. <laughs> oh, was that too? Was that too no, you got to keep quick. saying chat. Oh, I see. Sorry, let's try again. No, try that again, was too. Again, my end, that was too slow. If oh, I go right, one, okay. two, three, why don't you just okay. say chat when you think yes, I should be when... saying bin? Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> One, okay. two, three. Bin, chat, bin, chat, bin, chat, bin, chat, 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 chat. There you go. Bin, chat. Does that work? That's it. I don't know if that works. I think, I think so. That was, that's how far out we are. We were trying to say that at the same time. <laughs> it's time for bin, chat. Um, yes. Uh, it was black bins this week for us. Black bins went out on Thursday. Um, a lot of the neighbours I saw taking two bins out. Uh, oh. They took the blue bin out as well, but we did get a message off Stockport Council last week to say, uh, blue bins are going to be next Thursday and I made this mistake of um, so the blue bin is out and it's sort of in it's, so when when number 31 uh, when they sort of take their bin out um, yeah. it's sort of in my way a little bit for coming out the, the sort of shared driveway yeah, yeah. but obviously yeah, on bin yeah. days you don't mind because it's no. it's bin day isn't it of course anything fine. goes on bin day Exactly. So what I often do is I just if I see the bin, I just take it back up the up the path. It's uh, it's not you know it takes five minutes out of my day, and I and I drop the uh, take the bin back up there. So when I walked past, I saw it out there, and I thought, oh, blue bins are not till next Thursday. Mm. So I I just and so it was full before, and it was the only blue bin out. So what I did was I just took the blue bin back up the path yeah. and put it nestled it in with their their bins right and later on that afternoon it's quite it's like an elderly fella uh later on the afternoon uh when i was coming out of the house the blue bin was back, back out there so he thought he'd, <laughs> i thought i took that out <laughs> and i meant to send him a text to say uh i mate uh blue bins are not till next thursday so I've are taken you sure in. you're definitely taken, right though i'm 100 percent right i double checked on the website right. okay, i checked okay. with louise who's next door but one and she's like the bin guru i will say like this it. yesterday i went out and our bin day's thursday today mm. as we're recording this and i last night i looked out and i saw my neighbor two doors up sarah putting her all her recycling stamping it all down like but it's about two o'clock in the afternoon so the time oh. was sort of and i said to my wife i went sarah's lost it she's putting the bins out already and she went yes yeah, thursday tomorrow i went oh <laughs> So, <laughs> she's, you know what I mean? I was judging her thinking she got it wrong. Now she was right. She was bang on right. But it's because it, she went out too early. I didn't... That's what happened. Well, I worry. I need to drop this neighbour a text because I worry now. There's other two things he's that He's going to think he's losing his mind. One, he thinks he's losing it. Or two, he's yeah. thinking, that bloody busybody Manford. Yeah. Just he's, stay he's in your own house. You, he's he the one that you sometimes put your rubbish in his bin? Is that him or is that somebody on else? On occasion. <laughs> on occasion, I have. Oh, so he's all over the shop. He's going, oh, Manford, he's, he's putting <laughs> stuff in there and he's moving me bin. Why don't you just move in, mate? Why don't you just move in? Take over me refuge. <laughs> That's oh, livid. Yeah, send him a text. I'll have to send him a text today. I'll have to spin. <laughs> to spin. Chat, I was trying to. Chat. I was trying to. Yeah, oh, it's trying, that was the end. Trying, I'm on. trying to end the link. Okay, bin, like bin, 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 bin. <laughs> so far out. Jason. Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. I think I've finally lost the plot. Steve, already? Yeah, I think I have. Okay. Well, after our um, after our bin chat, bin, 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 bin chat. Bin. Oh no, I'm chat. I'm a <laughs> yeah, you're chat. Anyway. You do do the bin, I'll do chat. <laughs> <laughs> after our bin chat um, over the last few weeks, and I know a lot of people are enjoying it. We get a lot of messages about it. But after our bin yeah. chat, I thought it would be funny uh, to go out and paint Dave on my bin. The word Dave, I'm not a, I'm not a caricature. On the blue bin? On the blue bin. So I've yeah, literally got a blue bin. bin Dave. You've got a blue bin Dave, the homage. Yeah. Yeah, so everyone else has got no, number 14, number 23. Number, I've got Dave. Dave. I'll nice. send it, I'll, put, I'll take a picture of it and, and put it online, of course I will. Um, but, and I thought it'd be funny 
<laughs> my neighbour, who's a pharmacist, uh, we were sort of having a chat last night, and he's a really lovely man, very sort of gent- gently spoken, and uh, he was telling me about how you know how much um, how hard it's been for pharmacists because they're they've not been off work, they've not not had any of the bank holidays, they've worked right through. Uh, you know, it's he said it was genuinely scary at times before all the uh, you know the. Shields yeah. went up and the social distancing. He's uh, he's driving to St. Helens every day from uh, Stockport. So that's where his shop is. You know, she's working hard. And um, so saying he's not really been seeing his family and it's, you know, just coming home and falling straight to sleep because he's so tired, rush off his feet. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Somebody keeps moving his bin. <laughs> that's a different neighbour, different neighbour. And, like... and then he said to me, how are you? How are you doing? How are you coping? I said, yeah, you know, it's hard. <laughs> I thought that to sort of... in my bin. And we were both stood with our bins because we were taking... Our... Yeah. <laughs> he was taking his bins out. And I sort of had to stand in the way... Of Dave. Of where he said Dave. He said... He's like, no, I'm fine. I'm sort of filling the days with uh, whatever I can do. <laughs> he sort of looks like, down. Look, he looks like Tom Hanks in um, Castaway when he starts naming his bin to be a friend. <laughs> so, <laughs> Dave. They don't understand us, Dave. They don't understand us. <laughs> They'll never understand. There's a moment he sort of just looked down for a second at the bin. Yeah. Don't look, at, don't look at that. Don't look at that. Don't look at that. Look at the eyes. Look at the eyes. Look at the eyes. Tell we me like... more about pharmacy. <laughs> just say goodnight. Goodnight. <laughs> That's the end of our conversation. He's been keeping the world healthy and going. I've been painting the word Dave yeah. onto my bin. Did you watch as he went inside to his wife going, he's not gone mad. He's got a bin. See for the window, pointing at the bin, talking about you. All right, it's all right, Dave. Don't you ignore him. I'll give you another wash tomorrow. <laughs> but what I like is uh, there's a lot of people who also have been naming things and giving things names. Not just you know, I've got the bin called Dave. Fiona's got a dishwasher called Dave. Oh really? We say we're feeding Dave when we load it. Also, the tumble dryer's called Danny. Danny dryer. That's nice, Danny dryer. That's good, yeah. isn't it? That's good. <laughs> yeah. That. yeah. Um, the uh, Bev Corrigan says, my eight-year-old calls spiders Jeff. Every spider. There's Jeff. Jeff's in the bath. Jeff's back. Jeff's back again. I quite like this idea of giving other things names. Yeah. Uh, Andrea says, I had a blemish on my bottom, which uh, I call Frankie, Frankie Boyle. Nice. Uh, my sister is called Jennifer, shortened to Jenny, uh, then Jenny Penny when she needs a wee. Uh, yeah. Now a, a term of endearment for everyone is the name Penny instead of pet or sweetie or honey? We we say Penny for everything. Incidentally, my brother is called Dave, but he's very untidy and very rarely uses the bin. So Dave mm-hmm. is not necessarily affiliated with bins, but it is now in Stockport. That is that's mm. what all blue bins are called. Yeah, Dave. Uh, Jack Hill says we have a cupboard under the stairs called uh, Gerald's cupboard, which has followed us through two house moves. Gerald lived in the cupboard. He was the ice cream man who made sure our children went to bed on time. <laughs> He played his tune outside. It was time for bed. We were quite cruel parents. That said, the children are now in their twenties and have never let me forget what we did. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair enough. That is fair enough. Imagine yeah. there's a man called Gerald under the stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's under the stairs. He's an ice cream man. Don't worry about it. And what time do we have to go to bed? Whenever the ice cream man comes, half twelve in the afternoon. <laughs> Seems harsh. It's a bit early. No, well, that's the daylight saving hours thing. Just, just get to bed, yeah. That's what Gerald, you know, you know Gerald. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Ben has messaged me. Uh, he said, Jason, I actually started to call my six-year-old daughter Dave as a joke a few years ago. She hated it. Right. So when she's not listening or I need her attention, I still call her Dave and she responds instantly. 
Yeah, it works then. It works. <laughs> I quite like that. I quite like that. Bethany, Bethany, Bethany. Dave, what? Straight yes. away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Sarah says, Jason, me and my son were moving a really heavy and awkward chest of drawers years ago when he suddenly said, Jesus, this is ridiculous. If this had a name, it'd be called something stupid like Keith. We still refer to it as Keith. Keith. Where's the second drawer down in Keith? Yeah. So that's I've where things are kept. Where do you keep the Why passports? Think- third drawer down in Keith. <laughs> Keith, I'll have him. Keith's Keith, got him. Uh, Alison says, uh, my husband's nan met his granddad at a dance. He was Lionel, but for reasons unknown, she thought he was called Ron. <laughs> the Just music was a bit him. loud. Not wishing to correct her, he was very polite and responded to Ron. Of course, as time went on, she was made aware of a mistake, but she just got used to calling him Ron. He was Ron for the rest of his life. Wow. So when they got married, they said, (laughs) do you, Lionel? Who? Who's Lionel? (laughs) Who's Lionel? Thought I was marrying Ron. I (laughs) love... I love it. Uh, Emma says, I had a spot on my chin for so long last year that my fiance called it Dave. Used to ask daily after Dave's health and well-being. How's Dave? How's Dave today? Is he all right? Oh, oh Dave just winked at me. <laughs> there's nothing worse than that. Is if you have a spot on your face and someone's giving it, how's your friend? Yeah. Oh, all right, as mm. if I didn't see it. Thank you. Yeah, thank uh, you. Kelly Newman says, our freezer's called Ebenezer and our shoe rack is called Jack. Jack Shurak. Jack Shurak and Ebenezer Fraser. Yeah, Yeah, Jack Shurak's good, yeah. That's pretty good. Jack Shurak's really good. Very good, very subtle. Uh, We also have Michael Wave. (laughs) Michael Wave. Yeah, Michael. Uh, Rodney the Kettle and Del Boy the Toaster. I believe things last longer if you name them. Yeah. Well, we had this conversation about camper vans. We put name camper vans, don't we? Yeah, That's, yeah, you know, yeah. It's the, it's the argument that if you give them a name or a personality, you look after them a bit more because they feel a bit more human rather than just a toaster. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's probably what it is. Uh, Angela says, a couple of summers ago, we had a fly in our house, which for some reason, my then five-year-old named Rosie. She was desperate for a pet. So for the whole summer, every fly we had in the house was obviously Rosie visiting again. And even now, when a fly comes in, it's like Rosie's cousin or brother. Rosie's back. Oh, right. Cousins and brothers. Yeah, the old family, yeah. I love it. I love it. I have had a busy week, Steve. Have I've you? actually been pretty busy. Yeah, I've never been uh, busier for less money in my life. No. Um, I've been uh, at lots of people's podcasts and I do my quiz, of course. I've got the kids' quiz on a Wednesday at 1.30. And uh, we do, and this week actually, it started. Uh, so make sure you join me on the YouTube channel. Uh, on Friday nights, 8 o'clock, Jason Manford's Games Arcade. Oh, what's this? Yeah, it's a new it's a, it's, a, it's a new game show that I've uh, been working on. So it's sort of like a quiz, but all the games, all the rounds are different. There's five rounds, but you can choose them. There's like 20 rounds to choose from, uh, or not that many, 10 rounds to choose from. And if you're watching, you can pick which one we go with. If more people say, we want, we want that round, I play that round. Right. And uh, it's a lot of fun. People really people are really enjoying it. So uh, that's on uh, the Jason Manford, uh, which is me. It was weird talking about yourself in the third person. The Jason Manford. Uh, the Jason Manford YouTube channel. It's not it's Lorraine called. Kelly. It's not you. It's a, <laughs> no, a it's character, character you play. Yeah, the character, character Jason Manford that I play. Yes. Uh, so that's that. Um, what else have I been doing? Obviously all the house stuff and uh, avoiding chores and stuff. Uh, the homeschooling, which is always a joy. Um, we had to... Uh, it was a weird one the other day when my daughter was um, she she was doing a journalism uh, piece. She had to write a, a, the reading a book called Skellig, 
and right. uh, which you might know, and uh, they had to write a piece of sort of sensational journalism about the finding of this monster in a or this this uh, man in a shed sort of thing in the book. And I said, yeah. well, you could write this, you could write this, you could do this, uh, you could do, you could make up like a an interview that you did with the eyewitness who saw it. And she said, what? I can't do that. I said, why? So why? She said, what? It's journalism. You can't, you can't make things up. Oh, I thought, yeah, well, that's a learn. fail. She's yeah. failed that. Oh, okay, she? you're out. That's an absolute <laughs> fail. I was absolutely yeah. livid. <laughs> I was yeah. livid. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the other thing I was doing uh, this week is uh, I've, I've done a couple of songs with people. So I did a, I did a crooner session with Gary Barlow, which was jolly. I enjoyed that. Um, I also did one, this one called Lockdown Duets, which is... Uh, a West End star and a, and a, a Broadway star, uh, but performing a duet together. And I did one uh, last week with a fellow called John John Brions, who's a big uh, uh, Broadway guy. We did a, Broadway, a song yeah. from the producers, which was a lot of fun. So that's on uh, lockdown underscore duets, and it's also on my YouTube channel as well. Uh, the one with Gary's on there as well. And I've just added probably one of my favourites, actually, one of the favourite things I've done. I've just done this with Matt Lucas. Hello. Why have you got I no thought, one? I thought you said we were going to be topless. No, no, I said I was jobless. So no, I was... you said it would, we'd get more clicks if we I went... I think this will get less clicks. Big potato changed my life. Big potato showed me the way. I look ridiculous. You do. And if you want to know what is wrong from right, you must listen to what potato says. Wash your hands and stay indoors. Thank you, big potato. Only visit grocery stores. Thank you, big potato. And if you want to have a better day, you must listen to what the big potato says. Some distance, make some space. You should take your top off. Remember not to touch your face. Thank you, baked potato. And if you yes. want to have a better day, Thank you, you, you must, must listen to what the baked potato says. B A K E D P O T A T O. Baked potato. Should we put our tops back? I think that would be nice. Yeah. The baked potato song, Steve. Lovely, love baked the baked potato, potato song. Save my life. Once I know it gets crazy. in your head, I think it's oh. in your head for the for a good half of the day, isn't it? It's weird because I remember when he posted it, and it was just like it was like eleven o'clock yeah. at night. Like he was obviously bored, <laughs> and just and now he's made he's made like over a million pounds for the charity. Nice, it's unbelievable. Good so work and a lovely song. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. So we've done that, and he's there's a little cartoon on it. He's, he's selling. There's a book, a story book. There's a toy of the potato. Who doesn't want that? Um, yeah. And you can. Uh, it's not a potato. It's an actual cuddly toy. Uh, and you can download the original song at thankyoubakedpotato.com, and that's all in aid of uh, NHS Forever as well. So uh, get onto that with uh, the wonderful Matt Lucas. Matters. Well, Steve, that is uh, that's the end of the show. That's all from us. Another lockdown special. Another lockdown special. Um, I don't think I'll ever go back. <laughs> this feels like the this feels like the show for us now. I think this will be the show forevermore. Well, that's nice time to do, isn't it? Just me and you having a chuckle. Uh, what have you got planned for the rest of the day? I am. Um, what am I doing today? What day is it? We record on Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. It's Sunday. Uh, I don't really know. I'm doing a little. I am doing another little filming thing with uh, Julie Graham, who played my. Oh, right wife in Benidorm, an isolation sort of lockdown thing. We're all oh, that filming that sounds it. good. Yes, yeah, a good good cast. Tam's, Tam's been out twice. Um, 
Oh, there's, there's all sorts. There's all sorts yeah. of people involved. Yeah. And, Great. Uh, Is that going to be on Julie telly or on It's line? on YouTube, I think. It's called Dunbreeding. It's very, very funny. Julie's done a really good job. So. Oh, Great. That's what I do on uh, uh, Thursday afternoons, Friday mornings. I film myself nice. from different angles, and then it gets sent, and they all put it together and, and make it magic. together. Very clever. I like yeah. it. Have you watched the Jeff Pope ones on ITV? I've not yet. No, no, I've not got round to them. But I'm, they're supposed to be very good. They're getting good reviews. So fancy a bit of that. Well, Angela sort of Griffin, a... who's in that, is in is in our one as well. You see, oh, so that's uh, the crossover. Love there. She's, she's, she's great. A very much an isolation uh, actress at the moment. <laughs> she very much is. She's nailing it. Yeah, great. Well, look, I will um, speak to you later for uh, a game of FIFA. That you need, you need it, don't you? You need it. Mm, yeah, I do. You, you need it. So I'm just doing do it for I? you. Yeah, no, you I, need I, it. I, no, two games up on this league. <laughs> you need it, mate. You need a you need a change need in your it. look. That's what you need. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll chat later. Um, I might even get, I might even dust off the football manager. Maybe I'll just start streaming it online and just make it make it part of my job. Uh, and uh, we will be back next Sunday. So enjoy your Sunday. Uh, let's see what Boris says uh, tomorrow. But uh, till then, stay indoors and stay safe. Lots of love. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.